Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Craig Lachlan, one of the voices synonymous with Caps Hockey. You see him on NBC Sports Washington with Joe Beninati is one of our regulars as of this past week, and we are pumped about it on Grant and Danny. He's presented by American Standard Heating and Air. Find your local contractor at Mid-Atlantic Comfort. Dot com locker the win for the Redskins uh, for the, uh, the, the the Capitals. Good lord! There we go. One team wins. on on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, uh, for the Caps on Sunday. While I'm sitting there multitasking with the, the Vikings game and the Caps game, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe I turn all my attention to football now because the Caps have lost. It's four to two. That was the most unlikely win in the history of the organization. Down two goals, 47 seconds left, and they. One in overtime. Have you ever seen anything like that? Never, ever seen anything like it. But I would say this about playing to the final buzzer. I've been in a situation where actually we lost in the college ranks where we let off the gas and Boston University beat us back in the day, back in 1980 or 1979. And so I know that feeling. I think that what happens is, is they score the empty netter. Couture and the boys are sitting on the bench they're already thinking of their trip to St. Louis to get on the plane, to head there to play tonight, and all of a sudden you play soft. And they played soft on the boards by a veteran defenseman, Vlasic, tried to chip it up on a backhand, caps intercepted, now it's 4-3. to three. Now all of a sudden, you never can tell. And the caps situationally, guys, 6-on-5, they know exactly where to be. They have perfect spacing. Teams, when they play soft and don't have good coverage, the Caps are going to burn you. So, boom, it's in the net. Now they got momentum. So you figured out that they would probably win in overtime after they struck twice like that. When do you think is the optimal time to pull a goalie and go empty net now? As you know, this is one of the big debates in hockey. Patrick Waugh used to do a crazy thing with analytics where he would pull his goalie at like four minutes. Todd Reardon, I like, is aggressive. He's done it a couple times closer to like two and a half, three minutes when they're down a couple goals. How do you view this? Well, let me give you statistically and analytically what happens. Back in the day when I played, the magic number was a minute. And the problem, this is what happens when analytics become involved. They show that with a minute to go, the opposition is actually going to play harder because now they know there's only a minute left. There's 60 seconds left. Oh, boy, let's just work hard for 60 seconds, and we're going to end up winning. Well, now you move it, and I think the magic number is probably around two and a half now to pull the goalie, because now you could have a little bit of a letdown. Two and a half minutes is a lot longer mentally than a minute, and all of a sudden it finds the back of the net. I had, back in the day, in the East Coast Hockey League and in the American League, that second period we would pull the goalie to make it a six on four or a six on three i would do that like why not on a five on three make it a six on three if you're down a goal or two 
pull your goalie. I'm big into that. I think you can really win some games. For example, Caps are down three to nothing in the second, and they get a five on three. Wouldn't it be wise maybe to make it a six on three? I say why not? And to me, I think coaches are realizing now that we're seeing crazy stuff like Patrick Waugh, and now everybody's just about two and a half minutes that they yank the goalie to have a chance to win the game. Craig Lachlan with us here for his weekly spot. I want to go to, to the Cavs specifically here at Locker. I love Jacob Vrana. I've, I've loved him since I first saw him in the league. I love the speed and the, and the skill. But now the puck's fine in the back of the net. Two goals in the game we're talking about uh, here from the other night. What are you seeing in terms of his development, and why is he taking this next step right before our eyes in your mind? I will tell you analytically that over his first three years, he scored most of his goals right in the home plate area, which is from the post to the dot to the top of the circle in the high rent district. I think now this year, I see a big change in him being able to combine the foot speed that he has with the hands. And the hands have caught up to his foot speed. And because of that, he's been able to bury guys. It's funny that you guys mentioned this because I was talking to Courtney this morning and we were going over caps in the future. Who's going to be the next guy? And I said to him, Court, I said, you know what, Courtney? I think Verona's going to be the next Peter Bondra here. I think he's going to take the next step. And Ovi and Backstrom, when they're on the back nine, he's going to be the guy that's going to score 40. And I'm not sure he can't score 50, guys. This guy is that good. He has the type of speed that you need in this game. And I think now... His hands have caught up to his feet, and because of that, we're going to see great things from Jake the Snake. Craig Lachlan is our guest on Grant and Danny. You can hear him each and every Tuesday at 1245. Ottawa tonight, a home tilt at Capital One Arena, so you'll be in the friendly confines of your normal booth up top with Joe B at the press level uh, at Capital One Arena the Caps have not gotten off to good starts against bad teams, though. They often get the points. You know, they often beat them even if they don't outplay them the whole way. What do you think is the key? And maybe this isn't just a Caps question, but to beating teams that are not as good as you that are going to give you their best shot. I think it comes down to, you know, having your work ethic up at a high level to start the game. The thing about playing a team that's subpar the Caps are a veteran team. Ottawa's a young team. The Caps can score. Ottawa can't. The Caps can defend. <laughs> Ottawa can't. Their power play stinks. The Caps are great. So you go down the list of check marks and you say, ah, this is going to be an easy game for the Caps. And that's the problem. Even back in the day when I played, guys, I'd put, you know, you'd put a circle around, oh, we're playing this team tonight. I feel really good it's going to be point night. I, I think I'll probably get a goal and two assists. Because as players, you're always thinking, hey, it could be point night for me. This is going to be great. And all of a sudden, you forget what made you score goals in the past. And all of a sudden, you're floating out there instead of working hard. And that's the biggest mental hurdle the Caps have to get over tonight. But I think when I heard Todd Reardon this morning, it was about always matching the work ethic. And I'll tell you what, you watch tape of Ottawa, they're very well coached with their new head coach, they worked their tails off. So if ever there was a game that you have to send a message to the Caps as a head coach, it's going to be, boys, we better match their work ethic or we could lose this game tonight. And so I think the Caps start, and we'll watch it tonight, better be hard and heavy 
against Ottawa. And then, you know what happens to teams that are subpar? They sort of slide away. And all of a sudden, you take over, and the game's done, and they can look forward to Philadelphia tomorrow night. Locker, you're the best, buddy. Enjoy the call tomorrow evening. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We'll see you. Craig Lachlan on Grant and Danny, presented by American Standard Heating and Air. Find your local contractor at midatlanticcomfort.com. What does the loss of Kevin O'Connell seems to be with reports all over the country now? Eric Bickle of the Junkies first on the scene saying that he was hearing. I see you, Bickle. That Scott Turner had been offered the offensive coordinating job. Just a minute or two ago, Albert Breer of MMQB and SI said that it's a done deal, that Scott Turner is going to be the OC, that he's already trying to put together his staff. Turner as the coordinator, meaning O'Connell's out, what does that do for Dwayne Haskins? Are you okay with losing O'Connell? He was here since 2017 and in three seasons with the Redskins. He went from a quarterback's coach to a quarterback's coach and pass game coordinator to a pass game coordinator and offensive coordinator to a coordinator and a play caller. He basically got four promotions in three years. They blocked him from at least three jobs that I know of and maybe more over the last few seasons, and he had one year left on his deal, and they're going in a different direction. Your take on that and what it means for Dwayne Haskins' development as he'll have a second offense to learn in two NFL seasons now. Grant and Danny on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.